Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm the founder and host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Jenny Curtis, and here's a bit about Jenny. She is a podcast producer, host, and creator with Kurt Company Media, Kurt or Kurtco. Um, some of the shows include Solar, which is her newest pro- um, project. She's the director, producer, and voice of Ali. I hope I said that correctly. It's a scripted audio science fiction starring Stephanie Beatrice, Tony Award winner Alan Cumming, and Academy Award winner Helen Hunt. Um, Hollywood Unscripted host and producer. She interviews um, with the top creator creatives in film, TV, and streaming. Some of her guests include Lee Daniels, Alfred Molina, Julie Tamor, Joe Man. Ganillo, Chris Columbus, and more. Um, some of the other things that Jenny is up to, she's she is also a company member and media director with the Immersive Theater Company, the Speak Easy Society. With the company, she has performed in the Johnny Cycle, the Johnny Cycle, The Living, Wild Party, Ebenezer, an immersive internet spectacular in 2021. And she's trained with the BFA in acting from California Institute of the Arts. And she's also a SAG-AFTRA actress who has appeared in TV and films such as Modern Family, oh, love that show. (laughs) Um, Any Bullet Will Do opposite Bruce Davidson and Postpartum opposite Danielle Harris, just to name a few. But that's all great, but let's hear from the woman who does it all, Jenny Curtis. Woo, hi. <laughs> wow, I've never had my bio just like read aloud in front of me. <laughs> that was an experience. I should tighten that thing up. <laughs> you sound like a celebrity, huh, Jenny? <laughs> uh, so I am, wait, go ahead. I was gonna say, thanks for having me. It's nice to meet you. My pleasure. And it's great to meet you because I was like, oh my gosh, I was reading your bio. I was like, oh, I love that show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, man, I'm getting um, engulfed in your world in a sense. And I think that's super cool. And Jenny, before we dive um, further into our conversation, because I definitely want to know more about your current project, Solar, but I want to know you a little bit more personally. So I'm going to give you two options. We can one, play a rapid fire game or two, we could break the ice, but the choice Mm. is yours. Okay. I'm going to say rapid fire because that sounds exciting, but I'm also doing that with the caveat knowing I will probably get flustered and say something dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Just don't think about it and just go with your gut instinct. You ready? Ready. Question numero uno, dream car. Oh, ah, I don't know. I love the car I have. I have a VW Golf. Not my dream car, but it's blue and I like it. Its name is Mo. Okay. Is blue your favorite color? Oh God, I can't pick favorites. Favorites are not my thing, but yes, I like it. Okay. Well, three. So if you could go anywhere in the world, Jenny, money was no option, but here's a caveat. 
you may not make it back home because the planes have stopped flying to your home base. Ooh. Uh, this is strictly because late at night while I'm scrolling through Instagram, I look at all those, you know, pretty p- places. Uh, the Maldives look phenomenal. I've never been. I'd love to go. And since I was recently looking at it, I'm going to stay there. Okay. Four. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, this is incredibly masochistic of me, but probably mind reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could read your mind. <laughs> that, that would be really painful to know what people are thinking all the time. But, you know, I got to know. <laughs> Five. If you could have a lunch or dinner with any person living or dead, who would it be? Mm. Oh God, this is rapid fire. I'm not supposed to think (laughs) so hard about things. The first one to pop into my head is Lin-Manuel Miranda because he just seems like a freaking amazing person. So him. So for someone like me who does not know who that is, who is he? (laughs) Lin-Manuel, he created Hamilton on Broadway. If you know what Hamilton is, he wrote the music to Moana, he, uh, the music to Encanto. Uh, he is uh, artist of our generation. Okay, interesting. Yes, I know Moana and um, Encanto. Love those movies. And Hamilton, wait, is there a new Hamilton? The one that was on Disney Plus, is that the newest yes. one? Yeah. So the one that was on Disney plus is just a video version of the stage version. So it was basically a video of what they did on Broadway. Oh, okay. Um, Cool. Ooh. Now let me talk about six. Cause I'm not going to do favorites for you since you, you have a hard time with favorites. (laughs) So six, if you could go back into time and tell your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, don't think so hard. Okay. Be okay. Yeah. Seven. Who is, yeah, who is your idol if you have one? Oh, uh, my idol. That's a re- that's a hard question. I feel like it dives a lot deeper. I, okay. Uh, this is, this, I told you <laughs> I was going to make a <laughs> myself here. Um, the first thing to pop into my head here was Mr. Rogers. And I can't say he's my idol. Honestly, I don't know a ton about his life, but I do know that he leads with kindness. And I think that is unbelievably important. And uh, so that's what I'm going with. Cause that's what I thought of first. <laughs> hey, you won the lottery, right? And you could donate to any charity. What charity are you giving to? Ooh. There are so many. Can I split it up? Uh, You know, I mean, stuff like Habitat for Humanity. I know a friend of mine worked at a a charity called Charity Water that brings people fresh water um, where they don't have it. And oh God, there's too many things. Again, I'll go on for days. Maybe you could do your top three. I'll make that easier. So Habitat for Humanity is one. Charity Water would be another one. And does Planned Parenthood count? Because Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that could count. <laughs> okay. Hands down. So we're at nine now. Okay. So let me come up with a good one. Okay. You're on a remote island and it's you and maybe three other people. They give you some cash to spend at the local store there. And you only have the option of buying a CD, a t-shirt, and maybe two bananas. What are you buying? 
<laughs> Wait, between the three of those things? Yes, because your your funds are limited. I think I'm gonna go with the bananas. Two bananas, okay. <laughs> Okay, you go pass or play. If you play, I ask you one last question. If you pass, you could ask me a question that you want to know. Oh, see, <laughs> decisions hard. Okay, yeah, no, I'm gonna pass. So I get to ask you a question. Yeah. What is your favorite dinosaur and why? Oh, see, I don't know that much about dinosaurs. Um, so I'll probably just say a T Rex because that's the first thing that popped up in my head. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll okay. take it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for playing rapid fire with Genesis. <laughs> Let's now, we're now going to segue into the project that you're working on right now, which is solar. So let's um, build the foundation here, Jenny, and tell me why the name solar, because it makes me think of the sun or solar panels. Um, and why science fiction? Um, okay, let's get into this solar because it makes you think of the sun and you are correct. It is a story about a doomed mission to the sun Two competing companies, the private sector, the public sector, both collaborate on a mission to go study energy and whatnot in close orbit to the sun. While they're there, they are hit by a solar flare and ish goes down, stuff goes wrong. And the people who survive have to figure out how to contact Earth, what went wrong, all sorts of dramatic thriller stuff. Um, it's a deep, dark, poetic drama that has a lot of suspense and uh, a lot of mystery. And underneath it all, it's a story about what it means to have worth and uh, what it is to be human. And so uh, that's my, my little pocket uh, edition of what solar is and why sci-fi. I don't know, because it seemed like a fun world to play in. Interesting. And I don't know why, but when you were describing it, whenever you said ish just went wrong and the solar flare, flare and just all those things, I don't know why, but it just made me think about the movie Manifest, even though it has nothing to do with the solar, because it's like they didn't know where they were. They were just got on an airplane. The airplane was missing for five years and then they came back and it was like Sounds... people yeah. just went on with their life. Things changed, but they looked the same. And I'm like, what? And like, we are literally like into that show. Like we can't wait till the next season starts because <laughs> my husband and I were like, going ham like watching that show. oh yeah I mean I haven't actually I haven't seen that one but there is I mean there's an element of of uh, exploring not I don't want to say exploring time because that'll give people the wrong idea but there is a, a through line of what time is in ours as well and and it it's just fun to play with you know in a, in a world that is so similar but also incredibly different than than our present reality it's a it's a fun space to like dream of adventures what's the hardest thing um to do whenever you are 
um, doing the audio drama with Solar? Like, is it coming up with the lines that you're writing or maybe casting the voices or just walk us through what does that look like behind the scenes? Yeah, um, it is all very hard. <laughs> we had no idea how hard this process was going to be, but it was incredibly rewarding. Um, it was two and a half years, uh, approximately from start to finish, uh, to now to releasing, I wouldn't say finish because we're still in the process of releasing our show, but, um, the show is written by my partner, Chris Porter, who, uh, is a, uh, just a brilliant writer. Uh, you mentioned that I was in the speakeasy society earlier when you were talking through my bio, he's a member of the speakeasy society as well. So we, uh, came from a company that likes to explore different and exciting ways to tell stories. So that's kind of how we approached this show. And so while I won't say the lines were hard for me to write, cause I didn't write them. I know he, we developed the show for a year and a half. We had table reads with actors. We had rehearsals. We had uh, various meetings where we would talk through scenes and change things and say, this doesn't make sense or this does. And so that was all challenging because you want to tell the best story possible, but it's the fun part. Like you're creating something. Uh, I think the, the real challenges came when the pandemic hit and suddenly we had to be producing a show and people were out of their offices. So it was really hard to contact agents and, and other vendors we needed to work with. And we wanted to record everything in studio, not at home. So, you know, a lot of the times people will record the way we're, we're doing now via Zoom or online or something. And it was really important to us to kind of have this top tier quality to the, the audio we were getting. So every single one of our actors recorded in a SAG approved studio during the pandemic, except for uh, one Alan, we recorded remotely because he was in New York and it was, you know, he's a little far to come to our studio in LA, but uh, we recorded at a place called Shane Salk Productions in North Hollywood. And all of the actors uh, would come in, they would be in the booth behind glass. I never came into contact with them, but I was like in the same space with them, which was really exciting. And we would, you know, run the scenes together and we recorded one person at a time. So then one of the challenges there was definitely making sure that the conversations matched up, that the what we edited together sounded like these people were in the same room having a conversation together. And I am uh, incredibly particular when it comes to performance like that. I'm very sensitive to anything that doesn't feel authentic. So it was a process for me, making sure we had the right performances and the right, uh, design. It was, it was a process. It was great though. Let me, let me just say that with a asterisk. It was a really amazing process that was incredibly tedious. And I think that's what the challenge was of once we had everything recorded, uh, I did most of the dialogue editing. So that was hours and hours and hours and hours of my life going through everything we recorded to try and find exactly what, what word I liked where and cutting it all together. And then, uh, Chris would do a, uh, listen and he was composing all of the music so he then had to time out his music we would send it to our sound designer who built the world of sound that you hear which uh the 
the sound stage of solar is just as much a character as the characters themselves. It's, it's designed so that you go listen to it on hopefully on headphones and immerse yourself in this world where sounds are coming from all around you and you feel like you're in the space. And, uh, we worked, we worked really hard and, and so all of it was challenging, but all of it was rewarding. Wow, it, it sounds amazing just hearing you talk about it because I hear the passion in your voice. But since um, I hear the passion in your voice, I want to ask, so why audio versus audio and visual? Um, you know, it's, it's I mean, that's a great question. And I, I can't say that I have an answer like it should be either or. I think it's when we're talking about exploring in the world of art, there are so many different mediums to explore. It's not all just TV or just film or just theater. Like I love theater. I love film. I love audio. Like all of these worlds that you can try to tell a story as best you can in that medium. And I think that was an interesting challenge to undertake. And for Solar in particular, um, we told this story in a way that was meant for the audio space. We, we did everything in our power to make sure that this was the best possible audio experience you could have, but the story expands. So like, who knows, maybe it could end up in a visual space. It could, it's, I mean, the writing is theatrical. It could end up as a movie or a TV show or as theater or as a comic or as a book. Like uh, the whole point is, to tell stories that affect people and then try to get people um try to try to get it to people in whatever way you possibly can and so this was the first step of where we wanted to start nice yeah because it sounds incredible and I'm like this would be cool to see as like a movie or something like that and that's why I asked that question because it's cool that you could like pop in AirPods or earbuds and just listen to it. But like for those that are visual that just want to see it and listen to it, I think that will be like super cool. I agree. Like, I, I do think this, this could be an amazing visual experience. And like, as, as a visual person myself, I can see how I, I would do it in an exciting way. But what is really exciting about audio dramas and podcasting and this world where uh, you're hearing things, the listener is part of the story, right? So you're listening and it's so visual, even if it's only for your ears, that in theory, you are seeing what's like, close your eyes and you are on the spaceship. And hopefully what we are with the music and the sound design and the performances hopefully your uh, imagination is ignited and you're seeing the story for yourself. And I think that's really something that's exciting because it engages people. It's not a passive experience. Mm, okay. So I could walk with you there. So like, if you were to like read a line from it now and I just close my eyes and I'm using my own imagination to kind of guide me through what the words are saying. Yes. Oh, okay. Super cool. So then Jenny, um, as y'all were working together on this project as a team, were there any things that were challenging outside of the pandemic, of course? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, there were. Um, so 
this is Kurt Co Media's first foray into the scripted world. We did a, we have a bunch of talk shows and stuff like that. So there was a learning curve when it came to communication within the company and communication externally and making sure everyone was on the same page. So I would say we, we definitely had to learn to have uh, the same vocabulary within the company when talking about the show, since it wasn't just me and Chris alone, like shooting the shit. Sorry. Am I allowed to say that here? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries. It happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so because there are more people involved, there was definitely, I think the most challenging thing for me is, um, I hold on tight to my concepts and my, my creative vision. And so does Chris. And when we had other people involved, we definitely had to learn to uh, communicate our vision in a way that other people wouldn't necessarily have seen to begin with. And I think uh, it got frustrating at times and then it got really rewarding and it was a huge hurdle in order to become a team. And I think the the solar team now is is a real cohesive team. And so that was, again, big challenge, big reward. Nice. And just um, going going through those challenges, it actually strengthens you skill-wise because you may never know what competencies you have until you face those roadblocks and then just navigating those roadblocks is definitely what pulls out certain things out of you. And you're like, oh, wow, I wouldn't have um, imagined handling the situation that way or thinking about it from that vantage point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know uh, when you and I were talking offline, I think you mentioned Solar, there's five episodes out right now, right? Yes. So how many episodes are going to be within the entire project? So there are 12 full episodes. Uh, They run from 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, They come out every Tuesday on any podcast platform, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, uh, Samsung Free, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Bullhorn FM. Let me try and name everybody so nobody gets mad. But uh, (laughs) uh, Amazon Music. Oh, my goodness. We love Amazon. Uh, But So it's wherever you get your podcast, it comes out every single Tuesday until June 7th, I believe is the last, the full episode. And then every Thursday we have what are called recovered audio assets, and they are short glimpses into what's happening on earth. And so they run about a minute to five minutes, and they're just little scenes that you get in between episodes. And we've got, I think five of those out right now as well. Um, So you kind of, every Tuesday, you get a full episode. Every Thursday, you get a taste of a little more going on. Oh, nice. Have y'all ever thought about putting like the bloopers or behind the scenes of things? Okay, this this went wrong, but it actually helped us learn and grow. Um, Bloopers, not so much because the way we recorded, like you wouldn't get to hear like me talking to an actor. You would just hear them and it might get, Uh, I don't know. It's not so fun to listen to, but we do have on Apple podcasts, we have a premium channel, which you can join. And uh, every week we also have behind the scenes interviews with some of our actors. So we have had, uh, if you've listened to the show, we have the character of Jessa, the actress's name is Ann Yatko, the character of Jamal, uh, the actor's name is John Bangs. Uh, We have had uh, 
uh, Nikhil Pai, Mickey Shaloa, uh, Chris Porter and myself, we've all done um, these behind the scenes interviews that go from 20 to 40 minutes maybe. And in those ones, we do talk about like moments we had in the studio and what it was like building this character. And so we do release the, the little behind the scenes trinkets. Super cool. Cause then it, it definitely allows um, the listeners and supporters to connect with you more on a personal level. Yeah. And we call that the premium channel is called inside the mission. So, you know, we're ah. inside. <laughs> Oh man, this is super exciting. Okay, so the show ends in June, so June seventh, mm-hmm. right? So what's next for Jenny Curtis? Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, I just have to survive until then. Um, <laughs> uh, in theory, we we have a lot more of this story to tell. So hopefully, we will continue working on telling more of this story and. Uh, you know, we, I'm still with speakeasy society. So we've got a lot of, of hopefully stuff in development there. Uh, it'll be summer. So I think I'll go like on walks outside and enjoy the weather. Not that I, you know, I'm in California. Like I said, the weather is never really terrible here. Um, but yeah, I kind of just put one foot in front of the other and, and see where I'm going next when I get there right now, it's all focused on, uh, making sure solar gets out there and people can hear how, uh, I don't know how fun this story is. Oh, okay. So well, let me put a challenge here then. So for the listeners and those who are supporting the solar mission, have you thought about, um, asking for any audio feedback and then maybe like playing some of the feedback to kind of use as a teaser for more people to buy into the solar mission and check it out? Uh, I haven't thought of that specifically. That's definitely something we can explore. I know we're also doing some live talkbacks on, I think May 4th is our first one on a, a platform called Bullhorn FM. And so on that it's 6 PM Pacific time, 9 PM Eastern, uh, 8 PM central, I guess. I, okay. <laughs> um, so it's on a, a platform called Bullhorn and we'll have a live talk back with, uh, some of our creative team, some of our cast. And in those talkbacks, we'll hopefully have audience members who want to come do that exact thing. Give us feedback, ask us questions, we can try and let you in on some of the secrets, maybe not all of them, because there's a lot of secrets in our show. But um, I like that idea, though, for sure. That'd be super cool just to kind of see like how they're connecting with it from a listener view and how you all are seeing it from a actor, actress view and et cetera, just to blend the two together. I think that would be like really cool. Mm-hmm. Um And Jenny, as we begin to wind down, I want you to leave the listeners and viewers with your call to action for this segment. Oh, go listen to solar on all of the, all of the platforms. That's my, my one plea, my one promise that it will move you. Um, This show has changed me. And I think the story me being involved or not, the story motivates me to be a better person and to live my life to the fullest. And I think it really matters. And so if you could go give it a listen, share it. Uh, It's as an artist, it's really hard to get people to 
pay attention because there's a lot out there that's worth paying attention to. But uh, this is something where we kept everything involved to the highest quality and it would mean a lot if people checked it out. And then for those who are interested in connecting with you via your website or social media, please plug those handles. Yeah. Okay. So me personally, I am the Jenny Curtis, T-H-E-J-E-N-N-Y-C-U-R-T-I-S on whatever platforms, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, that's probably it. Maybe one day I'll make a TikTok. Not yet. I'm not there. Uh, <laughs> and for solar, it's uh, solar, the podcast on all handles and solar, the podcast.com. So yeah. solar. <laughs> So check out solar and it's solarthepodcast.com and it's the solar on all social media, right? Uh, solar, the podcast on all social media. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And I will definitely share all of those links in the show notes, but Jenny, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and sharing about your, um, current projects, as well as trying to get a little insight into <laughs> your next projects that are coming up. So you're definitely going to have to keep me posted on those. Yeah. And listeners and viewers, make sure you share this segment, subscribe to Gems Podcast. We're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see the video components on YouTube at gems with genesisamarskemp.com. And no, genesisamarskemp.net. Sorry about that, y'all. And then I definitely want to encourage, encourage you all to just continue to support someone who is in the creative space because what they do day in and day out is hard work, whether you realize it or not. And I think we all have amazing gifts and talents to um, leave here in the world in order to make an imprint that is driving impacts. So never feel like your work goes unnoticed because it doesn't. And I want to challenge you to tap into all of your gifts and just really live them out optimally. And then last but not least, we are currently looking for brand sponsors for GEMS Podcast, where the mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate while we bridge the gap for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. And you'll see that we're ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Go take the challenge, listen to Solar, and give your feedback to Jenny and her team because they have worked really hard on this project. There's five episodes out. There's five mini things out. And then <laughs> there will definitely be some interviews with the actors and actress. But you have to pay a premium in order to get those in your earbuds. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E, 
S I S Amaris A M A R I S Kemp K E M P at Gmail dot com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on Gems Podcast. <laughs>